Hello and welcome back to another episode of Binger's Anime Edition. As always, I'm your host, Mo. And I'm Maddie. And this is just a little podcast that talks about different animes for fellow weebs out there. Sorry, I took a, I, I, I kind of forgot, but I was supposed to say something there. A little bit. I was, just, I was wondering, or if you were just trying, so to do long. A, trying to do a dramatic pause. <laughs> Not a dramatic pause, per se. Just being dramatic, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, I'm back, guys. Sorry, I've been a little MIA lately. Maddie's I've back. I'm back, baby. Yeah, uh, this previous two weeks, you know, t- through it, Mo, I'll put this in analogy form because you know how much I'm good at analogies. Okay. The past two weeks, imagine a ice pick being shoved through your third eye and then a train driving through it, but missing, barely grazing it, so instead it rips out through your skull tears apart your forehead, and then the train pushes it back and farther, taking out the entire eyeball. And then the eyeball ends up becoming like a second version of yourself that you have no association with, and then you cry a lot. because Not because of the pain, but because your split personality. That's how my, my, my past two weeks have gone. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. I'm great. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like the worst migraine in history. <laughs> Oh, I didn't have a migraine. I just had a total mental breakdown <laughs> for two I mean, weeks straight. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> right? Woo. Bro, I spent more time crying in staircases the past three days than I did all of architecture school the past five years. Woo. I feel that. <laughs> yeah. It was rough, that, buddy. That was, was rough. literally me, like, my senior year during my it's finals so week. I was it's like... So I was like, you know, I'm so done. I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to do this. Right. Have you seen that uh, YouTube video or TikTok of uh, that scene of Darwin from The Amazing World of Gumball, like, trying to get back to Elmore after being I'm flushed down the way. toilet? Yeah. I'm on and my then way. how they put, like, the different years of college in it. And it's like, he's going on the journey. It's like yes. freshman year, like, I'm on my way. And then by senior year, it's like, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> And then it says, like, feces, and then it gets eaten by the bird and swallowed up, spat out, and he's like, <gasps> graduation. It's like, oh, <laughs> that's how I feel. That That's how college is, guys. And then imagine I, adding another year in that for an undergraduate for certain degree. I've never seen The Amazing World of Gumball, but I love how I knew what you were talking about instantly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's not true. We've watched The Amazing World of Gumball together as a drinking game. Well, like once or twice, but that's fair, that's I fair, have that's fair, that's never fair. like sat down and watched The Amazing World of Gumball. <laughs> well, I will force you over my two-month break from um, school, which, well, I decided it would be smart to take a two-month break, right? Okay. I thought I was going to have a lot more money in my savings account for this two-month break. Want to know how much money I have in my savings account now? How much? will not get me through two months. Did you, do you get like a sign-on bonus? I do, but not till my first paycheck. Oh. In February. Oh. (laughs) I'm really hoping I get some graduation money and I sell my car soon. There you go. Bertha. You haven't sold Bertha Bertha yet? Bertha has getting a lot of traction on Facebook Marketplace Right now she's at forty five hundred dollars. 
I think when I drop her down to 4000 I'll probably get her sold. Okay. I should get some money from family members for graduation, and mm-hmm. I hope I get it soon. You got this. I know you. And I need to sell my couch. I'll sell for like 50 bucks to anybody. Oh, so. your little futon? <laughs> no, no, no. The futon is at my parents' house. My green ugly-ass couch that's sitting in my living room right now. It's the only piece of furniture I really need to get rid of. Oh, Ooh. I know what couch you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I-, I was like looking at the bank account, I was like, hmm. And you know, me and all my infinite was in last week decided to go to Zanati's and spend $60 there because I decided to tip $10 because I was drunk. And so. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so you know me. It's okay. I've been strapped for cash too because guess what? It is Christmas time. And I actually have money to buy people presents, which I can't use the excuse that I'm poor anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice thing. Mo, I've always been poor, and I still buy good quality gifts for everybody. Listen. You cannot deny that fact. I have always given solid gifts to everybody for holidays and birthdays. And I applaud you. But me, myself, I just couldn't. That's I couldn't, fair. I just couldn't. But now I, I think... actually have money. I think my best guess I've ever received for my birthday or Christmas was the Nino Gasai uh, image you gave me because it has started the shrine, the tapestry you gave me, and the literal katana that Aaron gave me, <laughs> our HR I, director gave me. I knew that tapestry would be the best thing ever. Well, the problem is my roommates don't want me to hang it up anywhere in the house. Why? They're like, it's too much. And I was like, well, you're too little. And then- <laughs> It is an anime tapestry of The Last Supper. How it is could that be too immaculate. much? <laughs> I was like, you know what? Hopefully we have a two-story building because I'll put it in the stairwell. Yes. So I know like, Matt, what the hell? Take this down. I'll be like, you can't stop the inner weeb. You can't, you can't stop, stop the beat. You can't stop my inner weeb and my inner you Christian. Stop me. <laughs> and, right? I'm bringing back the two best aspects of my life. Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. And a lot of anime. <laughs> Just together now. It mixes... Is it sacrilegious? A little bit. But do I care? No. Because it's just the care. best thing ever. Yes. Well, you want to you wanna hear something? You want to hear something. What? So, since Thanksgiving break, I've been kind of dating around a little bit. We've kind of talked about that a little yes. bit. Yes. Wait, have we talked about that a little bit? We might have talked about it outside of the podcast, but I think we've also talked about it a little bit in the podcast. Yeah. Pretty much, they've all gone to nothing. I was, literally, yeah. I talked to these people, and I'm like, wow. Yeah, I'm not willing to not move to Dallas for you. And <laughs> I'm like, wow, you have no personality or hobbies. Red flag. Bye. So, I now know a lot better what I want. Okay. And so I was going to go on this date with this girl the other day, Ooh. and I was, like, talking to her, and I was like, we've been chit-chatting for a bit, and I was like, hey, like, are you free this weekend? You want to go grab a dinner or lunch or something? And she was like, no, I'm, like, super busy studying for finals. I'm like, oh, that's totally fair. Like, what are you studying for? Well, she's like, chemistry, and uh, I think she said, like, biology. And I was like, oof, yeah, could not be me. And I was like, yeah, that's rough, buddy. I know that's time of season. I'm like, I luckily only have one final Monday morning at 8 a.m. And she was literally like, 
wow, like, what's your major? And I was like, oh, architecture. She's like, oh, that makes sense. Like, all you do is sit in a room and draw. And I was like... (laughs) She doesn't realize that she's literally talking to, like, somebody who has one of the hardest majors at OSU. (laughs) Yeah, I was there, like... Like, even, like, my freshman year, anybody talked about architecture, they were like, oh, that's a a rough one. Yeah, I was like, excuse me? And I was like, I get, maybe, I was just like, oh, and she's like, I was, I was really like, wait, do you actually think that's what, I'm thinking that maybe she's just giving me a hard time. She's like, yeah, like, what do you guys do? Like, you don't even take any science courses. It's ridiculous that you're even part of seat. You don't deserve to be in seat. And I was like, damn. I was that who I was like, first off, I'm graduating. So this is the first year I've only had one final. Most of the time I have multiple and plus all my projects were due on Friday. So it's not like I didn't do anything. All my stuff was due a week earlier than yours. But I I was like, and I went off, Mo. I was like, I I hate the culture of like, you know, people are like, well, my shit's harder than yours. You know, it's like, I mean, yeah, like, you know, everything is different. Everyone has their strengths and weaknesses and everyone and not everything's for everyone. Like, for example, I could not take a biology or chemistry course. I could care less about the biology of people. I care more about the science of buildings. Apparently, that's more interesting to me for yes. whatever fucking reason. Structure. <laughs> Structure and thermal envelope and whatnot. All the f- cool stuff. But I was like, I was like, excuse me. So I was like, this is what I did the last three weeks. I went off. I was like, I did this, 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 and this. And they were like, wow, someone's insecure about their degree. I was like, you know, I don't think this is going to work out. <laughs> I was like, like damn. your peach, your peach. Th- this is like one thing that I really hate about like science majors. And it's like, yeah, our shit's hard and stuff, but like other shit's hard too. It's like, not like you could figure out how to, you know, cons- you know, draw up plans for a building. Right? I mean, you know? that, I didn't even do that for this last project. Like, I was more focused on, like, using different creative, like, mediums. Like, I have to teach myself to be a graphic designer. I have to teach myself to be a marketing major. I have to teach myself, like, just general, like, psychology facts that you need to yeah. know and, like, studies of just how people interact with building and spaces, the soci- socio- sociology standpoints of things, like, the social impact of infrastructure. I have to understand the politics and code side of things. I have to understand... Then I have to understand how to draw and design things. I feel like the like, two oh. majors that don't really know about anything else outside of their major is, like, science majors and engineering majors. No kidding. They each think that, like, Theirs is the hardest. Right? And, I, and I'm just baffled by it. Because, like, I'll be honest, Mo. I'll be honest. As an architecture major, my job is to pretty much manage these incompetent engineers that can't communicate with each other. And being able to be like, okay, let me take your mechanical plan and make sure it lines up with the electrical engineer's plan. Because you two cannot communicate because you guys have feel like you have the biggest egos in the room, but you can't handle anything. I'm sorry if I'm ruffling feathers right now, but, like... Literally, the amount of time I'm in the workforce that I've seen, like, most of our job is, like, literally, like, managing small children that aren't willing to have conversations with one another. And I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Well, like, it's get just, over like, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, our shit's hard, but other shit's hard, too. Yeah, you know? everything's hard. Like, do you want to be a teacher, Mo? Oh, fuck no. 
Yeah, that shit's hard. That shit's yeah. not easy. Music majors, yeah, don't don't like, teach me music theory. Like, do you realize you have to know an entire subject and then be able to teach that entire subject to somebody? Yeah, could not be me. Could not be me. And then, like, oh my gosh, there's so, every major has its hard. I will be honest, there are some business majors that I'm a little like, <laughs> you're here to party. I'm, I'm glad we're all in okay. agreement with about business that's majors. That's okay, because I respect it. At least you're getting a degree. But also, like, but on top of that, like, being a mechanic or any of the more labor-intensive fields, that is a whole other beast that I personally couldn't do. Oh, fuck no. Like, I couldn't do what fucking Ethan does. Yeah, no. I can't Absolutely do what my brother not. does. Also, my other brother, who's a youth pastor, could not be me. Could not be me. <laughs> <laughs> right? The MO. I was just, it really, it really teed me off. It teed me off. This, no, this that's, just, that's just the one thing that I really hate about science majors and stuff, because they think they're just the hottest shit in the room. And I'm yeah. just like, cool your role, okay? I was like, bro, you can shut the fuck up. Like, all of y'all. I was just like... It's like... Because like, oh. oh. also, fun fact, we don't even need fucking engineers in architecture. We can do that shit ourselves. We can do the calculations ourselves. We know how to. It's not actually that hard to calculate the thermal envelope and the HVAC systems required in the selection process. I do it all the time for projects. The only reason why we do, we do hire engineers is for liability purposes. Because we have so much we're managing that things can fall through the cracks, and then we can get sued. So we'd rather the engineer get sued than us. There you go. It also expedites the project significantly, which saves the client money. And since my entire profession is a service to a client, we want to save them the most money possible, which also increases our profits. So it's If just I like, ever need a building designed, I will come to you. Thank you, Mo. But you probably should go to an actual licensed architect and not me because I legally cannot offer you that assistance until I get licensed. Well, I'll wait until you get licensed. Cool, cool, cool. I hope to get licensed in a year so then I can help you out. There we go. I don't know when I'm going to need a building, but... (laughs) Yeah. But Mo, other than my, my bitching session, which always love my bitch sessions, how has your week been? Anything crazy? I know you had some reactions this week that was less than ideal specifically for that luscious face of yours shut up (laughs) but yeah i had an allergic reaction on friday which was fun was it because of making out with your boyfriend again no i think it was something topical that i put on my face mo that's why you don't put anything on your face all natural that is not correct (laughs) <laughs> should have a skincare routine. Just some things just don't work for some skin. No, look at my skin. Others. Look at my skin. Can you tell I use a skincare routine? <laughs> no, I was talking to Ethan the other day, and I was like, and because he doesn't have like a skincare routine or anything, you know. And I was like, you know, like <laughs> as a twenty-four-year-old man, I feel like you would need to have a skincare routine. <laughs> Well, I also don't have a skincare well, routine. and he didn't so... understand what I meant by that. And he thought I meant the actual skin, like, on his body. Oh, my gosh. And so he's been, like, lotioning all the time. And then he, he started talking about it the other day. And he was like, 
he was like, well, and I was like, Ethan, I meant like your face. And he was like, yeah, I put lotion on my face. And I was like, what lotion did you put on your face? <laughs> and he was like, lotion I use on my body. And I was like, don't do that. Absolutely Don't do that. Not. I was like, Absolutely lotion. Not. I was like, lotion that goes on your body should not go on your face. And he was like, why? And I was like, because the skin on your face is more sensitive than the skin on your body. And he, I, I do. And I was like, what do you use to wash your face? And he was like, nothing. And I was like, oh my gosh. I will be honest, Mo. I'm in the same boat, though. I don't do much for my face. I, because I've always had good skin and I've never had acne problems. I don't really get pimples. It's just like I got naturally good skin. I was like, I'm blessed. But that and- doesn't mean that in ten years that your skin could just start spiraling down the hole. Yeah, and you're right. So Mo, it is our goal for my two month break from school and work that you and I will go to, what is it? Not IKEA. Where is the? Ulta? That's furniture. Uh. Alta, yeah. I was close. A four-letter word that most women go to. <laughs> but yeah, we can go to Alta and get me a good skincare routine. I do know I want to buy that, like, lotion that for, for back knee because I have, like, that has a lot of zinc in it because yeah. I get back knee sometimes and I would like that. I've seen it and I think it works pretty well. The zinc's really good for that. Yeah, I'm slowly trying to get Ethan a skincare routine. I'm just going to get him I'm going to get him some face wash first and okay. be like okay. be call. like use this. Please. Every mm-hmm. night. <laughs> I'm like I love you. <laughs> but I love you. But here you go. This is your Christmas gift to me, birthday this gift, man, and here's your instruction manual. This man bought a brush for the first time the other day. Like a a washing brush or a hair brush or a toothbrush? A hair brush. For the first time? <laughs> yeah. Does he have long hair? He's had long hair before. He told me he's oh. like he's like, I've had hair like down to like my neck, you know, and I was like, What did you use to brush your hair? And he was like like ran his fingers through his hair. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like Ethan <laughs> Yeah, even I brush my hair at this length. And I, I was, and I was, I, I made him buy a brush. <laughs> speaking of hair, Mo, speaking of hair, um, I realized I've been doing my skin hair routine all wrong. The thing is, my hair Your is skin really hair good. Routine. Con- <laughs> Not my skin hair routine. Did I say skin hair routine? Yeah. <laughs> you know my skin hair routine. It's all of it. I do all the same. No, my, my hair care routine wrong. Because... I always knew that you're, like, you're supposed to, like, use, like, okay, this is, let me think. I've always had really good hair. Like, I've been having good, taking care of it pretty well. Everyone's always complimented it. Mo, you want me to tell you how I've been taking care of my hair the past year? How? So, I have a body wash that I use for my body in, like, just soap. Don't let that touch my face, and I don't let it touch my head. I was like, good job, Maddie. You did one thing right. (laughs) I'm glad uh, you don't so, use body wash. I don't glad you don't have the two in one body wash. I do have the two for one body wash, but I only use it for my body and I do not use it for my head. Okay. <laughs> because it's that, just what I get from my parents for Christmas and I just keep using it. That is acceptable. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. I'm like, oh, this is gonna help like all my body hair instead. Oh whatever. Anyway, <laughs> we don't need to. <laughs> 
<laughs> my favorite thing I've ever heard. My from body hair is, is gonna be silky smooth. <laughs> right. I, my favorite thing I've ever heard from someone is like, "Well, I only use shampoo. I don't use body wash." And they're like, "And then be like, why the hell not?" They're like, "Well, I'm so hairy. So what's the point?" <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> but I loved it. I thought it was a funny comment. Anyway, but um, then I would take conditioner and rub it into my scalp and like massage my scalp for like a minute or two. And then I'll let it sit. Then I usually use the body wash, clean the body, let it like kind of soak. And then I will rinse it out and then I'll shampoo the end of my hair and I'd shampoo like every couple days. Yeah, apparently it's supposed to be the opposite. Yeah, doing as soon right. as you said, as soon as you said you did conditioner first, I was like, well, maybe I. He said shampoo, and I, I just missed it. <laughs> that's the thing. I found out two days ago that it's supposed to be the opposite. I yeah. somehow misread the article, and I've been doing it wrong for the past two years. But my hair has been getting so many compliments. They're like, oh my gosh, your hair's in such good condition. It's so soft. And I'm like, thanks. I also because you're not washing it. <laughs> <laughs> literally. It's literally because I'm not taking care of it at all. <laughs> the natural oils are the only reason my you're, hair is the way it you is. You are not washing your scalp. <laughs> but yeah, so that was the moment this week I realized that Oh shit! What do I do now? And now I'm like, damn it! I thought I had a skin uh, a skincare routine. No, a hair routine, a hair care routine that was great for my head. No, the hair routine was I'm gonna pretend to wash my hair, but not actually take care of it at all. I'm just gonna put more conditioner in it and make it really oily. Mo, <laughs> uh, which worked great for my hair apparently, but I mean- that's not what you're supposed to do so i'm like no i'm confused i'm like do i change it to how you're supposed to do it and see what happens or like keep going how i have been doing it change and i'm it like how you're supposed to do it to see how because like so that's what i've been doing and my hair has been getting a lot what is the word strawy it's getting more strawy it's not as soft as it used to be well yeah because you were dumping conditioner all over your head <laughs> We're going to unpack this another day, Mo. You and I will sit down with my Excel spreadsheet and be like, how do you take care of your hair? We look up all articles and everything and we're like... Jeez. Dude, my two-month break when I'm in the Shady Bee, I'll be hanging out with you a lot. And you and Giselle will be like, guys, we need to figure out all the routines that take care of my body, okay? Listen. We got to figure this shit out. And the two months you're in the Shady Bee, we'll go to the gym. We'll get ripped. We'll get swole. We Dude, honestly... Will- those those two months I'm there, I plan on working out every single day. Every single day. I'm going to go to that damn gym. I'm going to work out for like two months straight. Then I'll take two weeks off when I go to New York and go move. And then I'll work out again. Apparently, that's supposed to be like one of the best ways to build muscle fast. So I've got to start we'll getting back into the gym. Yeah, I can't wait. You and I taking on the world. Getting <laughs> our shit together. I hope. But yeah, so... Like, and also, tomorrow, Mo, guess what is tomorrow for me? What? My last final ever of college. That's, like, I had anxiety when I had my last final because I was like, what is after this? What is what is life? Well, after this is me avoiding my problems by planning a lot of D&D campaigns and working a lot on this podcast. 
to build the, and then working on my skin care and hair care and physical routines to improve my lifestyle. There you go. And somehow save a bunch of money because I am running out. So I'm going to donate more clothes. Because once I graduate from college, I realize that I won't be able to wear half the clothes I have. Just because I'll be wearing business clothes the entire time. Yes. So we are going to figure that out. And it's going to be fantastic. I barely wear like half of my closet except for like t-shirts and shorts. Yeah, it's great. It's great. But yeah, Mo, it's been a rough week. Oh, you also want to know how my week went? Okay, well, how did your week go? So this last week was my final project deadline, right? I kind of mentioned that already. Mm-hmm. Mo, I kid you not, last, not even last night. Saturday night was the only night I went to bed before 4 a.m. in the past week. That sounds awful. And you know when I was getting up every morning? At 7. Yep. 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 Yeah. It was great. I don't it en- was great. I don't envy you. I, d- I don't either. It was terrible. And you know when my teammates would go to bed? When? 10 p.m. You know when they would show up at the studio? Nine. Nine. <laughs> and you know who had the audacity to tell me the other day that they... Uh, had, like, one of my teammates had the audacity to tell me that they did more of the project than I did. Who? <laughs> it was just one of my teammates. They did. Oh. And I'm not going to specify who in case they listen to this podcast in the future. But, like, I was there, like, sitting here, like, they're like, well, I gave you the idea, and then you made it work. And I was like, you did a five-minute sketch and then handed it to me, and then I made it work for the next two weeks. And they're like, well, you were so busy with your grad certificate. And I was like, yeah. And I was still doing shit because you decided just not to show up to class. So I had to do stuff. I was like, there's a reason why the professors started going to me to communicate information to the team and not you. There's also the fact that I had to deal with my teammates screaming at each other in the gallery. Oh, no. I was dealing with children, literal children for this project because I'm over here busting my ass to meet the deadlines, spending hours after hours working on this damn project. Then there's a simple miscommunication. Uh-huh. That wastes 15 minutes of time. That apparently warrants a screaming match in the gallery in front of all the other teams when I'm at my fucking exit interview for 30 minutes. I was gone for 30 minutes, Mo, and my team fell apart. 30 I was minutes. gone for 30 minutes. 30 fucking minutes and my team fell apart and started screaming at each other and they can't even deny deny that they didn't handle it professionally i'm like no matter who was in the right or wrong you handled it incredibly unprofessionally on all fronts and they're like well it was really unprofessional of them to change everything i did i'm like no it was unprofessional for you to scream and yell at them for a simple miscommunication like well it wasn't a simple miscommunication they just didn't listen to me i'm like that's a miscommunication you clearly did not communicate it well to them for them to understand what they were supposed to do and they're like well they could have been helping you do shit i'm like like you? Like you, bitch. It's like, what you were can't, you why fucking do you, it's doing? Like, why do you have to yell at them in front of everybody? Can you not pull them aside and be like, hey, what was up with this? You know? Yeah, and you know, and, and literally after that moment, this is Tuesday, the night before the project is due, they're like, I don't want to work on this anymore. I'm going home. I need a fucking break. Every single one of my team members left for four hours while I was still there grinding. And everyone's like, where's your team? I'm like, they ought to take a walk. They were all pissed. And they're like, and they left you here to work on this. I'm like, yeah. 
to the point where when the, my teammates trying to go off on me about this shit, my, my like other peers were trying to step in and be like, hey, like Matt's been working on this a lot. Like the only reason the project got done was because he put all this work in for it. And he's yeah. like, well, he wouldn't have an idea to work with if it wasn't for me. And they're like, no, I'm pretty sure he could have came up with an idea without you. It's like, literally, you're taking credit off of an idea that you probably thought about for two seconds. An idea that he didn't even like. The idea that I had to end up pushing because I really liked the idea and I had to advocate for it. And then because I chose it, he decided to skip studio the next day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was the idea? Yeah. It was just the shape we ended up going with. Three towers, and one of the towers bends and touches the other tower. It wasn't that crazy of an idea. It just wasn't that developed. And then I developed it. Oh uh, this God. teammate was like, I spent all Thanksgiving break 3D printing stuff. I'm like, yeah, you walked into the li- you know, like the library and hit play on the 3D printer and then let it print for a day and a half while you worked for your job. I was like... you're like, And I was like... The reason why you were able to do that is because the weekend before Thanksgiving break, I spent 12 hours actually trying to make your design work. Right? I was like, excuse me? Excuse me? That is somebody who will never make it in the real world. Or they'll never be respected in the real world. There you go. They might make it, but they will never be liked by their peers and um, subordinates. There you go. And, like, literally everyone in our studio is like, yeah, yeah, no. No. Yeah, no. Because, and then everyone's like, wow, Matt, you guys' team was such a disaster. Like, how were you guys able to finish? I'm like, well, because I knew how to work with everybody's personalities. I knew how to make that one guy think everything was his idea. The only reason why he did anything was because I, like, stroked his dick a little bit and told him, oh, good boy, you have such a big cock. (laughs) Wow, your idea was so great. And that's why he was like, I came up with the idea. I'm like, no, you didn't. I did. But I made it seem like your idea so you would actually do shit and not skip studio every day. But okay. I made the other person be like, wow, I, I love all the work you did. That was shit. But how about we just revisit this? It's just like the best thing next to God giving us Jesus. That like, you know, I this don't is understand so good. how you can pass studio with with like skipping it. Because every time you talk about it, I just, like, can't imagine skipping and, like, oh, being able to get shit done You on can't. Time. You really can't. But they did. Once a week. I didn't have a single team meeting where every single one of my team members were there. And I'm about to do another peer evaluation. Mo, it will not be kind. I'd be like, their attendance to studio was subpar and not optimal. They would decide to skip studio, calling me saying, hey, you need to come up with something for the professor so we don't make a fool of ourselves. And then they still claim that they did everything by themselves. I literally wrote on someone else's peer review, I was like, the amount of work and effort they put into this is so subpar that it's ridiculous and embarrassing that they made it this far in architecture school and they do not deserve to graduate this semester. Oh. Yeah. I, w- I, w- I went off. Ruthless. I was like... Matty boy is no longer having to keep peace because he's no longer part of this damn team. I will no longer be keeping the peace. <laughs> Maddie decided chaos was today's appetizer. And for dessert, it will be giving no shit. There we <laughs> go. Zero shits. Talking about giving zero shits, maybe we should get into the episode. 
Oh, yeah. Let's talk about, what is it? ReZero? Yeah. Is that what we're doing this week? <laughs> Mo, what are we reviewing this week? <laughs> we are reviewing ReZero, starting another life, restarting life in another world. Yes. And Mo, I'll be honest, I really fucking enjoyed this show. I do like this show. I will tell you, though, Subaru pisses me the fuck off. Oh, but... <laughs> oh no question about it. We, 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 will, we will unpack his choice in women very soon. Or why women love him so or much. Or just Once his again, choices in general. Like His choices in general, yeah. Literally, I'm watching this shit. I'm like, you could have literally done 20,000 other options. I'm like, I wish this was a D&D campaign right now. Because I can guarantee you that every single one of my campaign members would have chose a better option out of this than what you just decided. Well, just the fact that he's like on stalker level of like the main character... Yeah. You know, and, yeah. uh, like, <sighs> he's literally, like, the type of guy that if it was, like, in modern day, they would have had a restraining order against him. Oh, yeah, and everyone else thinks it's hot. I'm like, okay, Twilight. Not, he pissed me the fuck off, like. Right, but, like, all the other show. characters, it's it's literally, like, Bella from Twilight. They're like, oh, Edward is so hot and loves me. I'm like, no, he's a stalker and possessive. It is not okay. Yeah. Uh, I should probably do some proto-info. Yes, if you could. Because trust me, I already have my synopsis written. I have a written synopsis today. It is two sentences. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> what was that laugh? You're like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't care. <laughs> I'm tired. Uh-huh. <laughs> I am tired. I had a bad night last night. <laughs> oh, did you have a bad last night? I'm sorry. Poor baby. Okay, so ReZero was directed by Masahiro Wananabe. The music is by Kenichiro Suahiro. The studio is White Fox. Nice, nice. Love White Fox. Yes. Um, the original run for the show was April 4th of 2016 to March 24th of 2021, and it's got 50 episodes. Nice. Any other production information? I mean, like, it's based off of a manga, but pretty is, much is that, did, everybody knows that. Se- yeah. Has, have you seen the second season? No. I started it. It's actually pretty good. Is it? Yeah, I started. I haven't finished it, but I started it, and I was like, "Cool, cool, cool." Feels like the exact same way, but it feels like the exact same plot of the first season, but just a different character. Yeah, but that's okay. I just I needed a break from it for a little bit because Subaru just pisses yeah. me the fuck off. He does. He does. He does piss me off, but he gets better, kind of. Yeah. I mostly like the supporting eh. characters more, but that's why I watch the show personally. Yeah, I mean, like, but I'll. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. You just do you. <laughs> I'll do my quick synopsis. It's very quick. Mo, the synopsis of ReZero is high school boy simps so hard for a girl he just met that he follows her to death multiple times. Basically. And that's the entire synopsis of the the show. I'm not going to lie. That is the synopsis of the show. Yep. Oh, sorry. I forgot the part that he gets isekai to a new world, then simps super hard for a girl he just met. So many, t- so hard that he follows her to death yeah. multiple times, but not just one girl, multiple girls. Not gonna lie, I feel like he imprinted on Amelia like <laughs> the second he got there, and that was why <laughs> he pulled some Jacob shit. 
There's so many parallels to this show in Twilight that I can't even start. <laughs> I don't know. Re-Zero. Like, like, starting dude, a I, new life of Twilight in a new world. I feel world. like he was like a baby bird that like literally imprinted on Amelia as soon as he got there. And he was like, you're the first female I've seen. You're it. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, you're not wrong. He's like... You gotta be the one. I want you the best for you. I'm like, why? Everyone literally is like, but why? Exactly. And he's like, I can't tell you why, but literally, I just know it's what I want. And I'm like, what? It's, it's literally everybody questioning his motives the entire time. And he's just like, I just like her. And it's like, you can't like her that much. <laughs> like, <laughs> What is wrong with you? Like, literally, the whole show is just like, people being like, but why? Why are you doing this for Amelia? And he's like, well, because she this is what I've chosen me. to do. I'm like, <laughs> just, I'm like, I've chosen to decide to, like, you know, commit mass murder doesn't make it justified. <laughs> you know? Like, I've chosen, but I love Jesus Christ so much that I'm going to slaughter entire groups of people in the sake of his name and do massive crusades across the country. That doesn't make my actions justified. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Was that too close to history? Sorry. A little bit. Somewhere. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. Was that sacrilegious? Anyway. But yeah, so that's a general synopsis. Mo, is there anything about the story or anything that you liked about the storytelling or anything we should probably unpack a little bit more? I liked the whole, like... Uh, of course, I liked the whole, like, fantasy element of it, you know, and that yeah. how there's, like, all different kinds of, like, creatures... You know, that yes, kind of, like, all coexist together. I and agree, then, I agree. And then I kind of, I, I mean, I also like the fact that for picking, like, the for, like, the selection to pick, like, the next king, like, they're all women. Yeah. You know, nice. I was like, way to go. <laughs> like, girl power. <laughs> but... I mean, I really liked the story. Other, I mean, like, I loved the concept of it. You know, about, like, it's literally, like, Groundhog Day. But, like, oh, yeah. in anime form. Yeah. I, I really like the concept in general of, like, he comes to this world and he has returned by death. This mm-hmm. weird power he can't tell anyone about because they literally die because he tried doing that. Which, thank God he tried doing it because literally the first three times he was rewinding, I'm like, bro, just suck and tell somebody and ask for help. Right? Like, But then like he did and they died. I'm like, okay, well, maybe you shouldn't tell people about this. Maybe you should keep but that also, to yourself. <laughs> also, I low-key was trying so hard to be like, hey, like, what she ended up doing, I was like, bro, if you're fighting someone, just say that you have returned by death and hope they die. Because apparently that's how his power works. Right? Like, just, just literally, go around. You, like, literally just be like, I have returned by death. And then just, like, watch them die and you're done. You know? Yeah, honestly, you could be, like, the world's cleanest serial killer. You could be, like, Light Yagami of the world. Like, well, like honestly, they would never be able to tell why people are dying. Well, that's until L shows up and is like, I believe that there's a supernatural power that's allowing you to kill people by just having their name. I'm going to be very honest with you. I do not think anybody in this world is that smart enough to figure that out. Yeah, you're not wrong. (laughs) This world is pretty dull. And no one understands what dating is, apparently. Yeah. (laughs) 
That was so cringy. He's like, I want to take you on a date. And she's like, what's a date? What's a date? <laughs> and he's like, it's this moment where we go, just you and I, to see stuff. Maybe hold hands. Maybe not. Let me be as awkwardly weeby as possible. And, well, be, and she's like, oh my gosh, if you would enjoy that, I would do it. I'm like, bitch, that's not how a date works. That well, is not consent. I think the funniest thing, though, to me was that, like, dating, the way that he describes it sounds so mundane. Yeah, it's like you know, no big deal. Like no big deal and like people do it all the time and that there's like he makes it he describes it as like there's no romance behind it at all. Like there's no right, feelings. Right. I, I was, was like, like dude, really? I was, bro, no. You're 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 burying the lead here a little bit. You're burying the lead a, a lot a bit. Right? But Ugh. yeah. I do I really like the return by death like this is a very unique way to handle time travel. So for everyone listening, pretty much any time he dies, he goes back to like a saved point, as he puts it, like a checkpoint, which is literally what yeah. it is. Yeah. And he gets to like relive that day or period of time until that moment again. And so during that period of time, he tries to find ways to prevent the deaths from happening or the calamity, which, you know, often has consequences and sometimes works out. What what I did really like about the story is the entire first season is not him trying to just redo one day. He exactly. Was, it was like three episodes, like usually three returns, and then he was able to change it and then. Well, move and on it to the was like one. it wasn't that like he kept stopping at the same day too. It was like he'd go a little bit further and then something would happen or like yeah. you know he wouldn't even get that far and he would die and it was like also though I'll be honest. The people, the company he keeps, it's just this spawning shit. Like, he's dying constantly. And I, I like the fact that he, like, doesn't want to die. He doesn't like the pain. He sa- he cries about how much it hurts every single time. But also, yeah. this bitch is simping so hard, but he is just willing to die. He's died, what, like, 20 times at this point? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh. Well, like, have you ever seen the movie Palm Springs? No. What's that show? So it's a movie, and it's it's basically like Groundhog Day or something like this, where so they're like at a wedding, and there's like this whole thing with like a magical cave and like everything like that, but two people accidentally get stuck in like a time simulation where mm-hmm, the day mm-hmm. restarts every day of like this wedding, you know, and the only way that the day resets is if they die. Or they finish out the day and, like, go into mm, the cave. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, and this, it kind of, like, this is what it, like, reminds me of, you know? Because, like, in that movie, they talk about, like, yeah, you die and the day resets, but the pain is real, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, that just, I, I was, like... I, I also just really liked the... Other than the glaring issues of, like, why the fuck everyone just suddenly liked this dude for, like, no fucking reason. And everyone's, like, chill with him being there, but we don't need to unpack that. But I liked the whole, like you said, the um, selection for the next ruler. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a... I thought that was an interesting way to, like, introduce new characters that I thought were going to be nobodies. And then they become interesting. Like, I, as a DM... I see moments in anime, and I'm like, that's a really cool way to start a campaign. Yeah. Like, having everyone be the knights of, or the rulers of different people, and then they 
bound together to defeat a bigger cause. So, like, they all decide to join for the first arc to fight the White Whale. Yeah. Like, that's such a cool idea for a first, like, arc. Like, yeah. They bind it, bound together to bite, fight a great beast. They have alternative modus and different things, and then they come together and fight. And I'm like, I really like that idea, which I might incorporate into my new D&D campaign, I'm just saying. But, like... I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, it's kind of cool, though, how, too, though, that they're, like, not against forming contracts and alliances between each other, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. too. Like, I like how they are willing to help out each other, but yeah. they're still enemies, you know? Yeah, exactly. I, don't, I liked the story, I think. I just wish that they would have given, like, Subaru like a different personality. I feel like uh, it yeah. I feel I like agree. it would have been a little bit more entertaining mm-hmm. if he wasn't just so freaking obsessed with Amelia. Well, like I would have loved this entire plot with the main character of Arcana Subo as the main character. Yes. Like I the entire time I was watching it like that personality fits better in this um well, Subaru. somebody who Subaru. was kind of, like, laid back and didn't really care, but was still go along with stuff, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because, like, sometimes but... Subaru would get himself into a situation, and I'd be like, you're so fucking stupid. Right. But he's also so weak, weak and pathetic. Just. Uh, well, I think, let's, I, think, let's... I think the part that, like, just really pissed me the off, off the most, you know, was when Amelia was like, stay here. At the lodge. I'm going to go to the castle. And then he tried. He's like, I've got to go with her. She needs me. And I was like, dude, what the fuck are you going to do? Well, I mean, what he's going to do is die and go back in time to fix the problems, which is what he ends up doing. Yeah. But honestly, he made a complete fool of himself at the selection ceremony. Right? I was, But I was just For like, no reason. Oh, and then that whole thing of like, he was basically like, you owe me because I've done everything. And I was like, bitch. Okay, I'll be honest. He's not wrong. Like, Amelia does owe him a big debt. But he, she doesn't know that because he exactly. doesn't. She doesn't know that he's redoing time. Like I get his feelings, but also I was like, "Where is this coming from?" I was exactly. like, "Exactly." like, it's not like you guys were having an argument about this. Like it just kind of came out of nowhere, and he was just an ass for no reason. And then he took what two months to grow the pair to apologize, and not even apologize. He just decided all of a sudden, like, "I'm back to save you again." Oh me, exactly. another. I'm like. I'm like, excuse me? Also, the way that everyone's like, Amelia must be protected. I'm like, she can handle her fucking self. Right? Like, she's proven that she's combative and stuff. And, like, all the other people are like, we must have her escorted away. I'm like, bitch. Well, I like how literally any threat Subaru is like, I have to be there to protect her. And it's like, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah, dude. I could not tell you. I could not tell you. We should probably just but get into characters, though. Let's just get into it. Let's talk about fucking Subaru. You take it away, Mo. Okay, Subaru. Of course, he is the 17-year-old Japanese student. He gets isekai'd into this land called Lagunica. Um, nice, by the way, nice name. I like Lagunica as a nice capital name. Just right? Um, and he doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Um... He kind of gets there, he's like walking around, he's like, oh, this is like a medieval land, and he's honestly kind of a moron. 
Uh, he gets yeah. saved by this and girl. And that doesn't change. He gets saved by this girl, and he instantly falls in love. Like, stalker-obsessed, like, level fall in love. She's not even nice to him. <laughs> yeah. And so then, basically, he, like, follows her around, blah, 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 and then all of a sudden, uh, bam, he dies. Wakes up. Restarting the day. Um, it takes him, like, an entire yeah, it takes repeat him to-, to realize what the fuck happened. Right? Um... I'll and be honest, Mo, so, if this happened to me, if I just was walking to class one day, and then I get yoinked, stabbed with a scalpel blade into the architecture studio, and I wake up the next day recording with you again, I'd be like, I've redone time. I'll, in that moment, I'd be like, Mo, I'm on my second cycle. This is this is my repeat. And you would have been like, what? Well, I'm like, I re-zeroed this shit. And she, you would have literally been like... Fuck yeah, Maddie. What happened? Did you die? We would have got on board with that. We would have came up with a plan. We would have, like, changed the world. We would have changed the world. And this man is like, I still got my bag. Well, he's he's just, like, he literally, he's like, oh my gosh, like, everything that happened is erased. She doesn't realize all the stuff, you know, and it's just. And so then he, like, I don't know, like, his, like, whole thing is that he feels like he has to protect Amelia because she, like, fought off some, like, people that were trying to mug him in the beginning. Right. And uh, so then stuff starts happening along the way. And, you know, of course, it's always centered around Amelia. and like, Of course. What she's got going on. And, of course... Return by death keeps repeating. It repeats a good four or five times. Yeah. In the first, also, like, cycle. Also, where the fuck is her bodyguard? Like, all the other candidates have people protecting them. Why is she just chilling in the city with nobody helping her out? Well, because like, what she, the fuck? Because she looks like the Witch of Envy. Well, obviously, yes, that's part of it. But she should still have a hired gun of some sort. Like, Lord Roswell is a terrible patron. <laughs> Right. And so, of course, he's sitting here like, I've been doing all this shit. And Amelia's like, I barely know you. Yeah. Super was just a fucking pain to deal he, with. And like, he, he becomes an asshole like so many times to everyone for no gosh darn Well, reason. it's like anybody tells him to do something, he does the exact opposite. Yeah. And yeah. that's what pisses me off. You know, as he's like, the entire time he's like, I need to do something. I need to protect. Well, you know, and I'm like, just you, dude, leave it alone. Like, just <laughs> move the fuck on. You know, just get, stop. Just stop being involved, please. Do you want to talk about Amelia? Okay, so I actually kind of like Amelia. Like, Yes, she is a little two-dimensional, but, like, she's earnest. She's a good representation of, like, hey, like, she keeps getting mistaken. She Okay, so she's a half-elf of long silver hair. She's often mistaken for the Witch of Envy, or there's a resemblance, which is, like, the big bad that, you know, caused a lot of shit to happen in this world. Mm-hmm. And so everyone's like, oh, no, it's the Witch of Envy. You know, oh, there's a lot of parallels there and whatnot. And so... Amelia kind of just is try. She became a candidate, and she's trying to like create peace and justice and 
get rid of discrimination. So I like her as a concept, as a character. Like, I I see why she's needed, and I see like why she's good to be the main female that the story revolves around. But also, like, I hate that she keeps getting sidelined constantly. Like, she's a badass. Let her be a badass. It feels like Asuna all over again. Yeah, exactly. Like, she has shown she can do shit. Yeah. And everybody's her just, like... Puck is, like, badass. Well, it just everybody's, like, oh, you need to be protected and don't put, be putting yourself in these situations and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, dude, just let her be. Let her do her shit. Also, I'm a little confused on the relationship with the spirit Puck and her. So is Puck her dad? I think she, he's like a father figure. Father figure? Okay, because he keeps saying, he's like, don't mess with my daughter. And I'm like, okay, are you actually her father? No, I think it's like a father figure type situation. Okay, that makes far more sense. <laughs> it makes sense, but then at the same time, it makes no sense. Yeah, nothing makes sense in this show. Yeah. But that's pretty much Amelia. She's badass. She uses a lot of ice powers, and she gets sidelined a lot for no gosh darn reason. Yeah. Mo, would you like to talk about the next characters? Yes, I will talk about these two together because they are the two most common character in the whole entire thing. Um, they're called Rim and Rom. Yes. They are Also, twin... I think Rim is one of the most recognizable anime figure characters, period, right? Oh, she is. Yeah. Yeah. So... Rim and Rom are maids in Lord, uh, Margrave Roswell's mansion. Which is they, the patron for uh, Amelia. Amelia. It's just kind of like the mansion that everyone lives at. Um, they are of the demon sect or demon race. Yeah, like the demon class. Or yeah. I, it would be the demon race. They're like dragonborns in D&D. Yeah. Um, so they, uh, in... The demon race, twins are, like, a bad omen because demons have, like, two horns, and when twins are born, the horns are separated between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the twins, Rom, was, like, very powerful, and so they were like, we are going to, like, keep these twins alive. Um, and then something, like, ended up happening, and... You know, the village was slaughtered. The village was slaughtered. Except for the two twin childs. Um, yes. Uh, Rom got her horn cut off, which is basically the source of her power. Like, her yeah. demon power. Um, and I think that's when they came upon, like, Roswell. Yeah, Roswell came, saved them, and then had them become maids at their household. They became uh, workers there. And they're kind of like... Their personality is dry? I don't know how you would describe it, like... No, it's very dry. Rim is more on the softer side than Rom is. Like, Rom will just tell you to go fuck off. Also, Rom and um, Roswell's relationship really makes me uncomfortable. I don't know what's going on there. But, like, it feels very like, hey, Rom, I'm going to fuck you. But also, I'm like, Roswell, are you gay? I'm confused. (laughs) Roswell, are you gay? I'm so confused. Yeah, literally, I'm like... I think you might be gay. Oh, wait. It looks like you're fingering this girl's face, and I am uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, of course, uh, the twins are, like, the same, but, like, have completely different personalities, and in, like, a smaller sense. Like, they have the same personality, but, like, one's softer than the other. 
you know? Yeah, and so and, Rim pretty much ends up falling in love with yeah. Saburu. And then recognizes that he only loves Amelia. And is like, I'm content with that as long as I'm always by your side. I'm like, bitch, no, you need to move on. This is not healthy. And Rim is... Why is is anime teaching us that it's okay to be in love with someone that will never want you and you just are going to be a loyal servant for the rest of your life? No. No. I have no idea. Absolutely not. Um, But Rim is a lot better at, like, domestic duties than Rom is. And, uh... Rom kind of basically like follows Rim around, you know, and kind yeah, of yeah. follows her lead when it comes to like domestic duties and stuff like that. But yeah, as Maddie was saying, she falls in love with Subaru Rim, um, and is basically like, "Yeah, I'm cool with that." But also, okay, I prefer Subaru with Amelia, but I'll be honest, he has far more chemistry with Rim than he's ever had with Amelia. Also, True. why do either of them like him? Like, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. It is main almost... character syndrome. It has okay. to be. Mo, I'm not going to lie. I have a theory. Okay. Part ahead. of the reason why they probably like him is because they probably feel like he knows them so well. Like, before they even say things, he knows things about them, which is true. Yes. He literally acts on things to them after learning information the previous cycle and like treats them differently because of that. Exactly. And so it's and like, which is not a bad thing. Like yeah. I would be doing that, but also I think to a certain extent it makes them feel way more attracted to him because he's kind of manipulating them a little bit. Yes. I see I'm that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Uh, I see red flags. Manipulation at its finest. But yes, so those are our main characters. Um, yeah, basically. I mean, there's a shit ton of characters in this show. Yeah, there's so many characters. Like, there's Betty, the other spirit that protects the Forbidden yeah, Palace. Yeah, like, her, it's like Beatrice is like her name. And like and she, she protects like, the Forbidden Library. Yeah. yeah. There's Margaret And she's just, Roswell. she always says, I suppose. Yes. I suppose. I suppose. And I'm like, bitch. I literally, I'm watching, anytime she speaks up, like, she's like, you could read this book. I su- I'm literally out loud saying "I suppose" before she says it. Like I suppose, literally, like the episode that he- that Subaru was talking with, like Betty. The whole like I like I was like I swear to God, if she says "I suppose" one more time, I'm gonna lose my shit. You know what's crazy in the English and the Japanese uh-huh. version? She doesn't say that. That's just the English dub that does that. What the fuck? <laughs> I know, because I accidentally watched the first couple like minutes of one episode, and I was like, let's see what Betty says. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is so much more manageable and tolerable. Um, But yeah, and then there's Felt. And oh, yeah, I forgot about her. Yeah, Einhart or Eisenhart. Or... Yeah, I like Wilhelm, Wilhelm a lot. Mm-hmm. Like the the old butler dude that's a badass with a sword. Oh I'm like, yeah, that is an NPC I would love to interact with. Like if I was playing D anD D, I want to introduce a badass swordsman mm-hmm. butler that has an axe to grind with a giant monster. That's cool. Super straightforward and simple. I love the concept behind that, and he's just absolutely badass. Like oh oh yes. Um. Then there's. I'm just trying to like. I'm not doing a whole like character thing on like all the characters because I'm like there's way too many you're gonna have to go watch the show but I was just gonna like then there's like everybody in the selection oh my god yeah everybody in this fucking selection 
And, oh, um, and Felix, the cat dude that <gasps> looks like a cat, chick. Yes. I'm like, that is a girl. You cannot change my mind. <laughs> uh, I, oh, yeah. and then, and then there's the fucking witch's cult. We didn't even talk about the witch's cult. Oh yeah. Yeah, guys, the witch's cult. Uh. I will be honest, that fucking dude would not die. That one dude right? would not die. I was literally like, like, what the fuck? Like, what is happening? Like, <laughs> like literally, he was like, I must see the witch. I must see the witch. And he's like, bitch, the witch doesn't want you. The witch already rejected you. Move on. Take your book and go. Take Leave me the fuck alone. and run with it. <laughs> and he's like, I, 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 the witch, witch. And oh, it was so creepy. I loved it, though. Honestly, if we did the top 10 most terrifying characters nice. now, he would be on the top 10 most terrifying right? anime villains. Like, he was just bizarre. And the he, way he was able to jump from people's bodies. Oh, uh, yeah. He was just really creepy. I was just, I was slightly uncomfortable. And, but then again, I was kind of like the whole entire time, like, just die already. Right. Well, in the second season, they introduced two more archbishops of sin. No. Please. Yeah, and they're both, they're a lot more manageable. I like them better than that dude, but they're, okay. like, also equally terrifying. I'm glad that we have, like, actually terrifying villains and not, like, you know. Yeah. You know another thing, Mo, that kind of pissed me off about the show? What? At the end of the first season, he's like, I love you, Amelia. I want to be with you. And she's like, okay. And then... Beginning of the second season, it's like, I have to tell you, but Rim told me she also loves me. And she's like, who's Rim? Because Rim's memories and name got eaten, and now no one remembers who she is. So the entire plot of the second season is pretty much trying to get Rim's memory and name back. Are you fucking joking? No, I'm not kidding. And you know who else this happens to? Who? The badass girl with the green hair from the selection exam. Her name, her memories are eaten. Cersei or something like that? Yeah. Or... The one that I actually really liked. Yeah, her memories get eaten, and now no, she can't remember who she is. Are you fucking shitting me? I'm not kidding you, and he can't redo that. He can't go back in time because he wasn't there, and he literally could not go back far enough in time to have, like do anything about it. His save point was at the end of the first season, and they died. Le- like They got attacked going to the capital w- before they went to go fight the archbishop. Yeah. yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> God damn it. This is going to be the first season all over again, but just about Rim, isn't it? Yeah, basically. Yeah, I was like, oh, okay. Well, at least you're introducing more arc sins, I guess. It's going to be pretty straightforward. At least you're going to give us a little bit more action. <laughs> yeah. But uh, speaking of action, uh, character development. Mo, do you feel like any of the characters go through any character development in this show? <laughs> Fuck no. I, I think Subaru does a little bit, but his mostly is he falls into madness because of the redoing time thing, and then he that becomes himself again. That is not character again. development. Because <laughs> he's still doing his same shit. <laughs> he literally, By like, he grows a pair. <laughs> well, actually, he doesn't even fucking grow a pair. He just uses his time loop to his advantage every single time. He's like, I know how to negotiate now with you guys because I can use my information and the fact that this chick can tell I'm not lying, but no one understands how I know this information, but I just do. I just I just do. And they're like, I can tell you're not lying, so obviously this must be true. And I'm like, seriously? Ser- 
have you heard of misinformation? Just because he believes it's true does not mean it is true. Y'all are gonna go out, travel all the way to this fucking tree to go fight this creature without actually knowing if it's true or not. Right. <laughs> Given though that was a badass fight. I really like that fight. That yeah. But I did enjoy that. I don't know. I feel like the only person that had character development was Rim, and all it was is that she fell in love with Subaru. Classic female character in anime falls in love with a male character, but no one deserves to, <laughs> no one that does not deserve to be loved. Right. This is why people in the anime community think they deserve to be loved by women, because the main characters in anime are always getting fall in love with. I'm like, bitch, if you talk like Subaru to anyone, if you look like any of these characters, you will not be fall in love with. The only one out of all anime characters that I will say confidently deserves the love that they get, Nafumi from Raising the Shield Hero. Right. Because he, he doesn't shit. give a shit. He doesn't give a shit. And I'm like, yes, that is the type of man I want in my life. That is the type of woman I want in my life. As a woman, I would fall in love with that. Right? Like, Naofumi went through shit and doesn't give a shit. Yeah. Also, other characters that deserve the love in the fan service they get. Levi Ackerman. I think he deserves it. Erwin deserves it. But they don't have any love interests other than themselves going on around this because they're too busy fighting titans realistically, what you should be focusing on this entire time is the royal selection. Or in Rim's case, your fucking job. Okay? Do your fucking job. Do your job. Or like, devil's a part-timer. Great, the hero has fallen in love with Satan himself. Unwarrantedly. Does not deserve it. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. You know, Gasai, falling in love with Yuki. What the fuck, girl? You should have fallen in love with me. But we don't need to unpack that one. I'm obviously the superior choice in Yuki. Oh my gosh. We don't need to. We say no more. But uh, uh, we thank digress. you for coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> yes. Uh, fan fiction. I did Google some, and it's some. It's just really boring. Yeah, I bet you it's vanilla. It's, it's so vanilla. It's just. I mean, there's a little. There's a couple moments where Rim kind of uses her chains. Tie down Subaru, but most of the time the chain related stuff is with her twin sister, so it's kind of like, and then Subaru is just kind of like jerking off in the corner. Uh, I'm like, okay, that's a little spicy, <laughs> but kind of not my thing. And there is like no male on male action, like at all, that's wow. not really grotesque no rape Einhardt from the Archbishop. What? What's his name? Einhart or something? In yeah, I know I Googled it. I was trying to find some more of that content, and I was really hoping for it, and I didn't get any of it. There are some of Wilhelm and Subaru, and I was like, mm, not really my thing. Yeah. And there's a lot with Felix, but Ugh. they definitely make Felix a female for every single one. No. And I was like, okay, well, that's to be expected. So bestiality does show up from time to time. Oh, there are a couple of Puck and Amelia, and that made me uncomfy. Uh, but they make it very clear that Buck is her dad. So I'm. A- <laughs> Why? Why do I don't we live know. in this world? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. There are a couple like more like, um, aggressive ones of the Archbishop of Sin and anyone he kidnaps, and he uses his unseen hands for unholy actions, and yeah, that wasn't cute. It, mm. it was not a cute, but yeah. So That's... I was like, I'm going to spare everyone the details, and y'all can look it up yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Mo, 
How did you feel about the music? I thought it was actually pretty good. I liked it. Yeah. I like. I really like the soundtrack. I liked the first opening quite a bit. I did. I liked the second ending a lot. Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't remember. I really it. liked it. Oh, the ending of the first season though did slap because how they used the last ending song to time perfectly with the way Amelia said "I love you too." It just it hit it. They did right? a good job <laughs> producing that. I was like, oh. I was like that. That was good. This I was like, is a oh. cinematic masterpiece. Oh, I was like Tokyo Ghouls all over again. I was like, oh. like mm. I'm like I just came a little bit from that, and so it's just like well, I hate you guys uh, together, but I love the way you handled it. Good job, right? Oh, uh, White Fox, good job. Good job, White Fox. <laughs> but yeah, I really like the music. I love the soundtrack. The soundtrack really got uh-huh. me engaged. And the way they did the suspenseful music and stuff I thought was good. And the, the stark contrast to represent uh, Subaru's like descent to madness. I thought they did a good job with that. I Yes. I thought they did pretty good on that, too. I was, like, thoroughly impressed. I was like, okay, I'm actually feeling, like, how he's feeling. His you craziness. Know? Yeah. Yeah. And then his bizarre love moments, I'm like, oh, yep, the music's annoyed, I'm annoyed. (laughs) (laughs) But animation, what'd you think? I like the animation, and it is held, it is very well animated. And there's not a lot of CGI. I mean, the CGI that is in it is terrible, but, like, it's usually only the animals running. And I'm like, (laughs) at least the fight scenes don't have it. Like, the badass sword fight against the whale... It was very, very nice. Very, very nice. Very, very nice. Very nice. The way that they animate the spirits, I thought, was really pretty, too. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I just, I really like how they did this animation. It was just really fun to watch. I loved how colorful yeah. it was and how, like, bright. But, like, they could also bring, like, the dark shit into it, too. Yep, yep. I also really liked the, um... What's it called? The the facial expressions. But I think my favorite scene of this entire anime was when he is walking with a me uh, with Rim's body to the mansion. And it's like snowing. Yeah. And you see Peck, and then it just silent, and then you just see his head fall off. And I was like, oh, that was a good scene. That right. Was a fucking good scene. Like and literally quiet and everything, that. and then all of a sudden it just. And then it just breaks. And like he breaks him, and he's broken for the next uh, cycle. Yes. And then Rem is horrifically tortured. Oh my gosh, it's just awful. Yes. Uh, it's. They did a really good job. I will just say, I hate Subaru's personality. That's but the everything thing... else in the anime is great. The one thing that was the one thing I really did not like about this anime. But we almost always hate the main character. Like, there's very yeah. seldom that we actually like the main character of an anime. If it's not, like, Naofumi, we typically kind of hate the main character. We're like, mm, if you're not angsty and hateful, we don't want you. <laughs> right? Pack up and go home. Even Aaron Yeager's better than this, and Aaron Yeager's annoying as fuck. Well, until the <sighs> fourth season, then it's just angsty and broody. Yeah. Psycho very, bitch. Very, very true. But any final thoughts, Mo? Any thoughts to wrap this up? I like this show. I actually really did. And I, I did had a fun time actually listening to it and stuff. But 
it was also kind of fun, like, listening to Subaru try to figure shit out. You yeah. Know? And you're just like, bitch, I would have done this so much better. Right. He just like, makes so many stupid choices. This is also kind of an anime, too, where it's, you can watch it in the background. Like, yeah. it helps to pay attention, yeah. but you can watch it in the background. Oh, so, Mo, okay, in the first season, did you ever pick up on the massive plot hole that was never explained? No. The letter being blank when it was written to Amelia? No, I didn't pick up on that. What was it? So that th- there wasn't a plot hole. It was just like the end of the first season, there was this letter that was sent to Amelia that was blank supposed to explain the situation. And I was like, okay, there's something wrong here. Something's happening here. Something sussy. You know why that happened? Why? Because in the second season, by the time that the letter got to Amelia, or by the time that Subaru had to talk to them, Rim, memories, and name was erased from the world. Okay. So every everything that she did also was erased. The letter she wrote on the behalf of Subaru, because he can't spell or write, um, was erased. That's why it was a blank letter. Ah, I get Like, the you. entire time I was watching, I'm like, that blank letter is coming back. That's a, that is a flag. That's a flag. I getcha. Because I was always like, bitch, bitch, where's this going? Where's this going? Mm-hmm. So I do have a question for you, Mo. Okay. If you were isekai to know with the world and had this return by death thing, kind of dealt the same situation Subaru do, would you be doing what he was doing, like trying to save the mansion? Or would oh, you, fuck no. Like... <laughs> Mo, what would you do in this situation? I'm curious. I would go off on my own and be like, bye y'all and like go live my life like i'd be like you all are on your own like shit like this shit ain't worth it right no i'm gonna be honest i'd probably do exactly what subaru's doing oh my gosh because i would be like these people are so nice to me they gave me a place to stay now i must save them i'd owe it to them no i'd be like peace out girl scout you're on your own Maybe I'm a lot more like Subaru than I thought I was, and maybe I am a raging asshole, too. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to go talk to my counselor about, <gasps> Mo, guess what tomorrow is? What? My very last counseling appointment with my counselor. Ooh. I know, it's quite sad. And I don't have a new one figured out yet. Oh. But, and she, like, on our last session, she was like, Wow. After that, our next session, this will come the end of our like dialogue between each other. And I was like, "Don't say that, <laughs> Andrea. Don't say that to me. Uh, I need someone to bitch to every day- week." <laughs> yeah, it's very sad. But anyway, stop with the ramblings. Uh, but Mo, would you like to shamelessly plug this podcast? Yes. All right, guys. This is the point of the podcast where I shamelessly plug all our social media. So go check it out. We are on Instagram, Twitter, Patreon, TikTok, and YouTube, and we are on those Adventures Anime Edition, the name of this podcast that you know and love, and we are on Twitter at Anime Adventures. Go check us out. Yeah, dude, I 100% thought that this blanket was a dog for a hot second, <laughs> and I kind of panicked, but it's not. Anyway, Mo, would you like to spin the wheel to figure out what we are reviewing next week? I will. 
But yeah, guys, just thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode. Uh, thank you for chit-chatting with us. Sorry that we've been like so kind of flaky the past couple weeks. It's been kind of a rough couple weeks. But luckily, after this episode comes out, and the next episode you guys tune into, I will be a graduate from college. I will be free. I will be my own man working for the professional world. So apparently we are going to review Tony Kawa. What's that? I have no idea. It's on the wheel. <laughs> oh, okay. Can you send me a photo of it? And maybe we can figure out what this is. <laughs> I love how both of us don't know what the fuck it is. Uh, it's probably an anime I have seen then. Oh. It's Tony Kawa over the moon for you. I have no idea what this is. Here, I'll send you this picture and see. What I is can, this show? Mo- can, is this one you've seen? No. I can always respin because... No, I kind of want to watch it. Uh, we'll like, see. I feel like you have not seen this. Why is it on our list then? I don't know. Send me a photo. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what this is. I don't either. How did it end up on our list? Is this the weird incest one? No. Do we want to review this? I don't know. Do you? Let's spend another one just in case we have to review something else. But we will try to review this one for all the fans that love it. Maybe we would act. It's been a while since we've done romance, so it might be good for us to watch it. The other one is Parasite. You know what? We got two great options here. Uh, we're going to try to do Tanikawa. But if that doesn't work out, we'll do Parasite. But we'll probably do Tanakawa because I kind of want to do some romance a little bit, Mo. A little bit of romance. And I'll be at work a lot the next week. I'll be working 40 hours. So we'll be doing good. Yes. But, yeah, guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. Join us next week where we review Tanikawa over the moon for you or Parasite and yes. or maybe both. <gasps> what if we did a parallel review? What if we, like, compared and contrast these animes? <laughs> I think you're doing too much. <laughs> I think I think the sleep deprivation is getting to me, Mo. Yes. Why so serious? Thank you guys anyway. for tuning in, and I'm glad that we finally got our re-zero episode out. <laughs> yeah, that was like a month coming. We really built up the suspense for it. I hope it was worth it for you guys. Right. By the way, we hate Subaru. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> see Bye-bye. ya. Bye.